Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Trading Bitcoin with your host Tone Vase. I am in Malta. I'm here for the uh, Blockchain and AI Summit. Um, so it's cool. I actually have to get there soon. I have to do an interview uh, with. Uh, I have to do an interview at around 11 a.m. So I will. Um, I'll post it where it is. It's uh, with uh, Blocks Live, the, uh, the the channel that live streamed uh, the Understanding Bitcoin conference here in Malta. Uh, so I'm meeting them for an interview in a bit. All right, I got, um, let me uh, put everything together here. Let me go just do that. I see your live chat. Uh, comments are back for this video. I'm not sure why. I'll probably take comments off soon after. Uh, so let's just go, probably the next couple of videos will have no comments. I just don't have time to read them all. Way behind on my Twitter notifications. Because uh, I started that fight with the Ripple Brain Dead Army and uh, just too many notifications, and I'm too busy to block them all because they're just idiots. But um, uh, anyway, uh, we'll take a look at a Ripple chart. God, I can't wait for that thing to go to zero. Uh, all right, let's go to screen share, and uh, and we're here. All right, um, let's take a look at uh, tombase.com workshops. Uh, as you can see. They are uh, starting to be less of them. These are the on-demand videos, intro trading, uh, the TD sequential. Oh, I got to put out a Twitter poll what the next, uh, what the next webinar should be. Uh, it's either going to be money management or entries, exits, and stop losses, uh, or maybe like an in-depth candlestick. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'll think of something. I'll give you guys three choices, uh, and then I'll let you take it from there. Uh, but I will be in Amsterdam, Berlin, and Dallas for in-person workshops, which they're going to be less of. My calendar, I am off to Istanbul. Istanbul is not on the calendar. Uh, we really should get it up. Uh, here from Malta, I will be in Istanbul uh, these days here. Uh, just not on the calendar. Just keep that in mind. And after that, I'll be in Bulgaria. So keep that in mind as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, Affiliates, just, you know, if you want to support, just click on these things. All right. Uh, not going to be a lot of live viewers. The U.S. is asleep. That's my main market. Uh, my biggest market is the U.S. Uh, and then the U.K. So you guys are awake. And then uh, I think Australia and then Canada uh, and then Germany. So those are my big markets uh, for views. All right. Let's, um, you know what? Let's begin with uh, Lyft. Uh, Liv broke this red line, and that is unfortunate for me. I never got a good entry into Lyft. I never got a chance to buy into Lyft. I wanted to buy into Lyft, but I'm not going to chase a bad trade. So um, I was looking for a nine uh, to buy off the TD sequential. That never came. Uh, we are now back above this line. If Lyft goes to $1,000, I don't care. Uh, it's a trade. It's not that I believe in Lyft. Uh, it wasn't going to be an investment. It was going to be a trade. And if I don't have the perfect trade, I don't enter the trade. Uh, therefore, it looks like Lyft got away from me. I never got a good entry into Lyft. And it's okay. There is always another stock to trade. And a lot of people don't understand that, uh, that trading is all about getting the right opportunity. I was sitting in on a on a panel yesterday and I didn't want to like correct people, but they were talking about how, how badly Uber IPO. I'm like, no, it didn't 
uh, like I'm sitting there because I know exactly how Uber did. It's just people on stage just talk bullshit, right? Like no one checks them on their bullshit. Uh, they were talking about how uh, Uber IPO'd so late that people didn't get a chance to profit. It's a way to sell you on uh, buying on register on licensed securities way ahead of their time, uh, basically the whole STO model. Uh, so that really bothered me. Uh, I didn't, I'm tired of just fighting with all these people. Uh, they were trying to convince you into buying garbage. If you want to invest in Uber, go for it. Uh, this IPO was priced very accurately. It's back around the same price of the original IPO. The stock market has been doing okay. And um, uh, someone is telling me five bucks. Uh, I understand. Uh, can you check EDXC stock? I never even heard of it. Um, yeah, so Uber looks okay to me. I'm not going to buy into it, but if you like the company, uh, I mean, it's not tech from a TA perspective, it's neutral. So um, it's up to you. EDXC, I don't know what that is. Never heard of it. Looks like it looks like a disaster. Looks like hopefully like the ripple chart will. Uh, this looks bad. Uh, it is pulling back. It's a penny stock. I don't like penny stocks. I don't trade penny stocks. I don't advise anyone to trade penny stocks. Uh, so there was a nice nine sell right here. Another one there, but then you went higher. Uh, there is a nice nine buy, but this has now turned into a nine sell. So this was a sell as of two days ago. And right now it's a really bad day for the stock. Notice how it bounced right off the TDST line. And I don't think it's going to do it again. So it's a little too late to short it. Not that you should ever short a 40 cent stock. And if you're holding it, I would get out. Uh, and if you're going to buy it, I would wait for a nine on a daily, maybe a 13 on the countdown phase from this nine. And uh, right now it looks like you should have been out of this a while ago, uh, but I can see why it would have been difficult to get out because it fell uh, over 50%, fell like 60% in two days. So I don't know what this is, but I would not touch it. Uh, I also don't trade penny stocks. Uh, trading this is like, again, trading shit coins. All right, let's get back to Bitcoin or let's get to Bitcoin. So here's a weekly chart. The weekly chart does not look very good. We are at 75.92. Uh, we swung down lower, uh, but that was last week. Uh, last week was the big crash down to six. This is not a very good week. Now, I was still looking for, uh, you know, a nine top over, um, I was still looking for a nine top in the vicinity of 9,000, uh, but may not get there. Uh, like, like I said, I might be the last bear left. Uh, the daily chart does not look good at all, uh, but it's neutral. But here's the thing. Here's your daily chart going above this green line is a buying opportunity. In fact, I would be comfortable buying into Bitcoin for a swing trade if a green two is going above a green one is breaking this line. That I thought might have happened two days ago, but it did not. So these green numbers, one, two, three, uh, did not give you, oh, let me show you if I'm using the right audio. I am. So this green two never gave you a buy. This would have been a beautiful buying opportunity, by the way. Um, I love taking this trade. Uh, 
green two above a green one, above the swing high and above the nine. Uh, if uh, two days ago, we would have been trading above 82.50, uh, that would have been a beautiful buy for me. Uh, and from 82.50, and you can ride that all the way past 9,000. Uh, I would have expected it to ride, ride that trade past 9,000. This is about to give you the opposite situation. Uh, maybe not the perfect trade, right? But uh, below this line, make it red. Below this area, Bitcoin is in trouble. Now, the reason I say it's not going to give you a perfect trade is because a red two going below a red one going below this line is significantly lower than current prices. So, um, and I don't like that. Uh, however, there is a baby trade, not, a, not as great as that one, but and this candle kind of just started. You still have, it's only 4 a.m. Eastern time, even though I'm in Europe. Uh, so you still have, you know, a good 12 hours to go, more than 12 hours to go, uh, like 16 hours to go. So if this, if Bitcoin doesn't like crash down to 72 today, and you still have a red one in the, at current levels, right? I can only look at Bitcoin at current levels. If you watch this video in three hours, you're going to have more information than me. But um, if this is a doji-ish candle, like let's say the current candle ends exactly like you see it. And then the next candle, oh wait, I was gonna do this. And then the next candle starts trading lower than this candle. So tomorrow's candle starts trading lower than the current candle. That becomes a short trade. And that short trade gets, uh, you know, probably goes into drop mode below this red line. Uh, Bitcoin needs to stay above this red line. Uh, now, the challenge is, as a trader, when do you take the trade? Do you wait for the close below this red line or that one? Or do you activate the trade upon breaking the line? My answer is that everybody's different. As long as you're consistent. I like to take the trade as it breaks the line. However, if it breaks the line, starts to drop, and then pulls back above the line, I am very hesitant, and I might get out of that trade. And I'll take it again if it breaks the line again the next day. Uh, I, the, the point of taking the trade below this red line, and these are the kinds of things that I teach in my workshops. Uh, the reason to take the trade below the red line is if it starts to crash afterwards, which it might, it may never pull back. So you don't want to miss the trade. You don't want to miss this continuation trade to the downside if it's breaking the line. But if it doesn't close below the line, then it's probably not going to keep going down. So you take the trade as it's passing the line. But if it doesn't close there, you may want to think twice about the trade that you've made, okay? But if you don't take the trade as it's crossing the line, you may miss the trade altogether because then it's too late. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, 
I wish this low was higher. I wish this low was in the vicinity of current prices around 7,500. But uh, I, th I do think Bitcoin is in a little bit of trouble if we go below this red line. Until then, it's neutral on this daily chart. So here's a 12-hour chart. 12-hour chart, same thing. There was this green line here. Being able to go above that green line probably would have shot Bitcoin up past 9,000 fairly quickly. But momentum is dying. Now on this chart, this was that other uh, short trade, red two, going below red one, following a nine. And when you're following a nine, you can actually take the short on a red one. Uh, if sometimes you can even take the short on the nine itself. So I'm going to take this red line. I'm going to move it over. On the 12-hour chart, that red line is a little bit higher. It's here because that's the swing low. Going below this swing low uh, triggers some panic, which will get us below the next low, which will trigger some more panic. But you're on a five of nine setup. So... Unfortunately, uh, the time to take the trade, the short trade based on sequential was actually over here when the red three started trading below the red two. And then you had one more chance the following candle. It also pulled back up. Your stop loss was always going to be the prior swing high. So right now, uh, the 12-hour chart has a very bearish posture. And if it gets you to a nine, in the vicinity of the slow, you might get like a one to four candle pullback to the upside, and then you break this line, and then people start to panic. I'm still skeptical on that bottom being in, guys. I'll be the last bear left. I just don't, I just don't like the. I know everybody's bullish. I know everybody's bullish. Their mother is bullish. Their grandmother is bullish. Everybody's bullish. Uh, Tyler's buying in. Everyone's buying in. Uh, well, I have Bitcoin, so I'm okay. I'm happy, like I'm financially happy to be wrong, but obviously reputationally, I'm not happy to be wrong. And I don't like to be wrong when it comes to charting, but I am still skeptical and uh, the bottom may or may not be in, but I'm, I made that bet on crypto trader that we're going to go sub 4,500. And I still think that we will. Um, oh, uh, it's okay. Um, in about an hour. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Housekeeping. All right. Uh, what are, what are we looking at here? Uh, the four hour chart, uh, the four hour chart gave you a big drop here. So notice the, it gave you a bullish trade above this green line, when a green two and above a green one. Now I'm sure I said that I hate taking this trade because the one candle was too big and I don't wanna miss it. Uh, the opposite just happened on this other side. So I'm gonna take this red line, I'm gonna move it over. The opposite happened here. Actually it hasn't happened yet. The short trade is activating right now. The big one candle was the unfortunate uh, drop. Now, it also activated here in a much better way. Here's your red two going below red one, but then it went back up on you and it price flipped. So some people might have panicked and uh, taken the loss. Uh, 
as a four-hour trader. The current one is activating now. Uh, maybe it has not even activated yet. The low on this candle is 75.62.13, 75.62.42. So it hasn't even activated yet, but I think it will in a second. So the short trade is activating right now on a four-hour chart. But uh, just like the other one, it should, I'm just gonna move these lines over. It should accelerate to the downside if it crosses the prior swing low, okay? You're in this range. You're stuck between the setup trend line here and the setup trend line there. If you don't believe these setup trend lines are relevant, just take a mental picture of this chart. <coughs> Broke this one, couldn't hold it. Broke this one, couldn't hold it. Line still going, okay? I like the setup trend lines. And if we break close below this setup trend line, again, this scenario is still likely. Only this scenario has now moved up to here. Cross this blue line and we should accelerate to the downside. Unless you're crossing this blue line after a big crash. Like for example, if the current four hour candle which has uh, three, uh, three and a half hours to go. If this candle slams you down below the slide, then you're probably not gonna go down. But if it's slow and steady, slow and steady, get to this blue line and then boom, the bottom drops out. So that's the trade you kind of want to take. Uh, but right now it's activating a short trade. I don't normally trade red fours going below red threes, but uh, they're just, Everything's in a bearish posture right now. The weekly is still bullish, but at a, but being a seven, momentum is running out. And now the daily is, is a price flipped, uh, but we still have plenty of time to go today. I also promised I'd look at the, at the Ripple garbage. Uh, one hour chart, uh, same thing. Uh, that was a nine that didn't hold. Uh, that was a nine that did hold. A little bit of a correction. And down we go into the countdown phase. Um, sort of. How come I don't see the countdown phase? Oh, because we broke setup trend. Interesting. So uh, this candle broke setup trend and therefore uh the countdown from this nine uh basically got canceled all right uh, bitcoin dominance started to creep back up uh bitcoin dominance needs to go to like 80 90 percent uh before the before there's really good upside in bitcoin oh. Oh, I guess they really want to clean my room. Uh, all right, I'm not gonna, I don't really care about these. Uh, gold looks bad. Uh, silver looks bad. Euro looks terrible. Oh boy, breaking that side of trend line, Euro's in trouble. S&P, daily does not look good, which may still give me a chance uh, to get into that uh, 
that lift trade. Yeah, if the S&P closes below the setup trend line, uh, it can take a bit of a drop. Uh, the S&P is not looking good right now. Here's the weekly chart. Now the weekly chart needs to stay above this line. So 27.50. So 27.50 and we're okay. So you wanna fall down. You wanna hold this low. You wanna stay above this low. But falling closer to it is not a bad thing. Hey, maybe I will be right when I said we're not going to break 3,000 this year on the S&P, but we're going to smash it next year. Okay, let's look at the Ripple chart. I'm curious how that disaster is going. I'm sure I have a Ripple chart. All right, Ripple on Kraken weekly versus Bitcoin. And uh, yeah, I don't know why. I mean, these were supposed to be like fake Bitcoin. If it says fake Bitcoin, that means it's Bcash. Uh, but I guess I turned the chart into Ripple. Um, do I even want to look at Ripple in dollars? I guess we'll just look at it here. Okay, so here's Ripple versus Bitcoin. And, uh, oh wow, this is probably the old sequential too. That's okay, I'll leave it. Uh, let me clean this up a little bit. It's been a while since I looked at this chart, obviously. Whoa, chart, whoa, they changed everything. Uh, I don't know what I'm looking at. Okay. What did that do? Shit. So trading view changed everything. So I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, this is what I wanted to do. And that, okay. I guess, uh, close that. I don't care about the moving averages. So this is the weekly chart. Uh, Ripple bounced right off a nine. So I'm not surprised Ripple had a big bounce in price and it might be over. And let's see if we get a red two going below red one. So the Ripple, I'm gonna close these. New White, William, Venzan, and Murad back. I could, but like I'm busy, it's hard to coordinate, right? Uh, I'll try. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to bring them back. So the problem for Ripple is this. It's the... That's the problem for Ripple. Ripple is in serious trouble. If you get a red two weekly below a red one, below this line, 
uh, Ripple is in serious trouble versus Bitcoin. I mean, it can still go to like a dollar, right? Uh, actually, I don't even know how much it is. Uh, so that's the weekly chart. The daily chart. So we can adjust this down a little bit on the daily. On a daily, it's here. The daily chart gave you a bunch of green arrows, uh, rebounded on an aggressive 13, not where I would have expected it. I would have been short ripple into this upswing. I mean, my metrics didn't have a rebound here. We can look at a lower time frame, but there's also versus Bitcoin. Could not pass the setup trend line and down we go. Uh, now we can look at it versus the dollar. On, uh, I guess we can look at it on Bitstamp. I didn't know they had it versus the dollar on Bitstamp or Kraken. Yeah, on Bitstamp. So versus the dollar, uh, this is not good either. Uh, well, it's great actually. I love it. Uh, so versus the dollar, Ripple bounced on a nine. You know what? Let me get the latest sequential up. And uh, tomorrow, if Ripple starts trading lower than today's candle, it's in trouble. So that becomes a short on Ripple, which is great. I hate Ripple. It's like the scammiest of the, it's, it's up there. Uh, it, it's up there with the scams. It's up, it, it's up there with token pay. It's up there with, you know, um, what are some of the other ones that are still around? Like Paycoin, Aurora Coin, they're done. Uh, I have to look at the top 20 for the scammiest of the. Um, let me see. I know there's better sites than Coin Market Cap, but I'm just so used to it. So the scammiest in the top 10, ooh, it's probably Ripple. And then. Ah, oh, Binance coin, shit. It's probably Binance coin. I'm sorry, guys. It's totally useless. It should never exist security. Um, you also have Bcash. It's really hard to choose the scammiest coins in the top 10. Ripple is up there, though. Um, Ethereum, they, they, they all are. They're all bad. They're all bad. Wow. Yeah, Bitcoin SV is still at number 12. Oh, you know, you know who had a good graphic? Um, hold on. And I got to go in five minutes too. Uh, Twitter, Data Light, man. Um, data Light. Come on. Data Light. Uh, let me see. They're going to load. I don't know when they released it, though. Might have been days ago. Or maybe they didn't tweet it out. I saw it in their Telegram chat. 
Let me see. Hold on. Or did they send it to me? I don't remember anymore. Um, man, they, they had this graphic on how much your coin made or lost uh, since the day it got put on the exchange. And I don't know where it is anymore. Oh, well, too bad. Too bad. Thought it would be one of their latest ones, but I guess not. Maybe it was an old one. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Found it. There it is. Return on investment. So this chart is what I'm looking for. Found it. So it was interesting to me. So uh, the only three coins right now, I think they use like top 15 or something or top 10. Uh, the, the three coins that have lost you money since the day they became tradable are the two fake Bitcoins and IOTA. So IOTA is down 66%. So if you invested $100, uh, the moment uh, your coin hit an exchange, this is how much you currently have. Obviously, Bitcoin is in first place. It will always be in first place. Uh, but I would love them to keep this graphic up. Because I believe every one of these things will eventually be below the, the baseline, okay? Every one of them will eventually be below the baseline. Uh, they're, they're all going to come down. Uh, they're all going to be eventually lower than what they started at. Because all of these things are infinite inflation. Uh, in Ethereum... Uh, now all of see here's here's the thing right. Ripple says that they created a hundred billion Ripple and there won't be any more. That's all. That that's just an outright bullshit, right? There is nothing cryptographically. They have no mining. There is absolutely nothing preventing Ripple the corporation from creating more Ripple tokens. Nothing creating uh, the Stellar Corporation from creating more Stellar tokens. Now, Litecoin and Monero are probably finite in supply, but I will challenge that as well. Like I will debate uh, Monero people and, and uh, actually, well, I'm sorry. Uh, Monero is infinite inflation, I think. Uh, Monero is, uh, uh, but it's not inflationary. It's uh, disinflation. So they have also infinite coins, but, it, but they're not scaling by percentage. Uh, Litecoin, when Litecoin starts to collapse, uh, they will probably inflate it. Uh, they'll vote and they'll, they'll get it done. Uh, but we, again, long discussion. Uh, the Litecoin people can hate me all they like, but Litecoin is useless. It has no... Being a Bitcoin's testnet is not a use case. It's not a use case for putting your money in it. Let's put it that way. It's a, uh, it's a use case like Bitcoin actual testnet is a use case. Um, everything else, I mean, they're infinitely inflatable. So they'll, they'll go down below this line eventually, ideally sooner than later. They're no different than fiat currencies. Everything here is fiat currency. This is different. But everything here is fiat currency. Uh, now, Bcash is, uh, Jimmy made the argument that Bcash is fiat currency. Uh, but Bcash is already below this line. So it's uh, kind of irrelevant, right? 
But everything up here uh, is the equivalent of government currency. They're, they're not different. Uh, Bitcoin is different. These are not. So all of these, uh, while you know, right now everyone is speculating and uh, they think they're gonna get rich, but eventually everything here will fall below this line. It's economically inevitable. All right, I think that's it for me. Uh, cool graphic, shout out, data light. I should probably make my notes on this and then like retweet it. Okay, um, so that's about it, guys. If you want to support my work, uh, please go to the affiliate page of tonevase.com. You can also check out the store, which accepts lightning payments. If you want to buy a t-shirt, uh, we had the uh, Understanding Bitcoin t-shirts came out recently, and we'll be adding a lot more here. And uh, my calendar where I'm traveling, I'm off to Istanbul from here and then Bulgaria. And there's still a couple of workshops still in the works and you can buy the on-demand intro to trading and uh, TD Sequential. All right, uh, that's it for me. Uh, as you guys saw, Bitcoin is in a bearish posture uh, throughout most of the timeframes, except weekly, which is getting toppy based on Sequential. I do like Sequential. Uh, and no one else really covers it, so I do. All right, I'll leave it here. Comments are open for this video. Uh, I'm sure the Ripple uh, Army of the Brain Dead will put in their comments. Uh, go for it. I probably won't read any of them, but go to town. All right, guys, I will talk to you all on the next one. Still in Malta. If you guys see me at the conference, come say hi. Talk to you all on the next one.